What's going on, Sacktown viewers? I'm Ray. And I'm Jared. And welcome to another episode of that Sacktown podcast. How's it going, guys? Uh, do you want to do the introduction, Ray, since it was your idea? Yeah, so uh, before I even introduce anything, I was listening to the last video. And I do want to apologize for the little bit of audio problems we had. You know, we're still trying to work everything out. Um, we don't have, like, any professional equipment or anything. Yep. But, you know, we're going to try to get better for you guys. Um, but today, we have a pretty good video for you today. We are doing the top 10 49er players so far this season. So this is just solely based off of production, how much value they bring to the team. And, you know, this doesn't factor in it as much, but do we think they're going to make the Pro Bowl, All-Pro, stuff sure. like that. So I think this is a very top-heavy list, at least for me. The bottom half kind of was a little bit harder to uh, choose from, especially since we've had some injury and stuff like that. But um, I'm pretty confident in my bottom half, actually. Cool, cool. So uh, um, quick from little 10. thing before we start. Uh, also, guys, just a quick thing, at least on my end, is I'm going to be purchasing a microphone probably starting next week. I'm not sure what exactly kind of – I'm looking at Snowball. But uh, just a quick little thing that I'm going to be purchasing purchase- – on my end, it was a little better, but uh, um, you want to get into it? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so uh, I actually wanted to start off with two honorable mentions. These are guys that didn't quite make the top ten, but they're honorable mentions that that would have uh, had there not been so many good players this year. Um, my, my first honorable mention is Aziz Al Shayer. I I think that oh. he stepped in really nicely playing in the linebacker spot. I love the way he's been playing. He's a, he's a he's a good tackler for the most. part. He's he's athletic. He makes usually makes good reads. His gaps very well. Uh, he he's good in the screen game. He's physical. Uh, the only reason why I, I couldn't put him up in the top ten is because just the counting stats are simply not. And he sometimes takes very bad angles at his tack, and he's just simply not talented enough to be a top ten player. But I definitely think the Niners should look to extend him right now while he's cheap instead of waiting for him to break. Breakout potential, but mm-hmm. I love his tackling ability and I love the way he g- goes after the ball. And that's my first honorable mention. And then my yeah. second one is Arden Key. This th- this one's a really shock to me because I didn't really know who he was until we picked him up off the street from the Raiders, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy's been pretty much our second best pure pass rusher on the team behind Nick Bosa. Th- this guy's strong. He's powerful. He has good hands. He can really, he really has a relentless motor. He can get after the quarterback. I believe he's second on the team in, in sacks behind Nick Bosa. Um, he's just a really surprised player, and I love his physical profile, and I love his relentless motor, and he's given us a, a huge spark on the defensive line. Yeah, I like those two honorable mentions. Uh, for me, if I had to give a couple honorable mentions, people that were, you know uh, – like I definitely thought of towards the bottom half of my list, Lincoln Tomlinson, you know, he's had a couple um, bad penalty calls, but overall I thought he's been doing pretty good this year, but just not enough to make my list. And then probably Emmanuel Mosley. He's definitely been our best corner this season. Um, but again, I don't, I don't think it's quite good enough to make the top 10, but um, yeah. Do you want to get started with the, the number 10 spot? Sure. So, actually, funny enough, you mentioned Lincoln Tomlinson. Lincoln Tomlinson is actually my number 10 player on the team this year. 
And this is a really big surprise because I've been harping on Lake and Tomlinson for about a year and a half now. I, I thought he was pretty much done. But this year, he's turned around his career completely. He's playing the best of football he's ever played in his career. He, I believe he has not allowed one sack since early in the season. I, I'd have to... He's allowing mm-hmm. no sacks. He's always been a good run blocker. He's solid in in the um in the in the run game. He's been very injury free. Mm-hmm. Not missed almost any games for this any game for this team. He's played very sound this year. He's contributed largely to the Niners having a good pass protecting O line. We don't give up a lot of sacks, which is which is shocking to me. I think that combined consistent play. He's not had any injuries. He's been great in the run game. He's he's improved his pass blocking. I really can't. I mean, I I didn't think he would be in my top ten, but just the way he's playing. I mean, and I I really don't like using PFF to, to sway my thinking, but PFF put it best. This guy does not allow sacks. Mm-hmm. Simply put, he's the second best offensive lineman on the team behind Trent Williams. And he's played some very sound and disciplined football this year, and I really gotta give him some respect. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at ten. Yeah, I really I really like that choice. Again, eight through like thirteen definitely was a toss up for me, even though we're only doing a top ten. You get what I mean? Um, I, I definitely think after hearing what you had to say, you're probably persuading me, and I'd rather put Lincoln at my ten than who I put at ten. But I'm, I'm gonna stay with my list. Okay. And at ten, I have Alex Mack. Okay. Um, Again, it, it was kind of hard. It, it was mainly between him and Tomlinson. But I chose Mac because I feel like the center is just such a valuable position on the team. Not that the left guard isn't. And we've had very bad piss poor center play for a while now. And although he's no means one of the best centers in the league, he's having a pretty good season uh, so far. Hasn't allowed too many penalties. Uh, other than that botch snap last week, which actually came uh, helped us. He's been pre- he's been playing pretty solid football. He's been dealing with a little bit of injury, but um, you know we've had some pretty good gaps down the middle, and I think uh, a lot of that's contributed to him. I so, think that's uh, solid pick, honestly, and I I think I, uh-huh. I, I might would have put that at ten instead of Tomlinson. Had Tomlinson not Tomlinson is playing better, but I think just uh-huh. the value of having a good center is just so it's so important. Casual NFL fans and really even hardcore ones. Mm-hmm. Only the real poor football fans understand how important a center is to the offense. A center calls protection, IDs the mic. He's the center. He's the middle of the offensive line. He's the anchor. Kyle Shanahan calls the center the um. He he basically refers to the center on the O line as the anchor of the uh, team. Yes, and they are so important. I just can't put him up even in my honorable mentions, even above Tomlinson, because he's had a kind of an inconsistent year. And he's been he's been absolutely gashed in, in pass blocking at times. Yeah. To be fair, we've gone against some really good D lines, but I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, yeah, it was a toss up. It, so it was a toss up. Moving on to my number eleven, I have. Or you mean nine? Yeah, or sorry, yeah, nine. Excuse me, nine. I have Emmanuel Mosley. Oh, this okay. one was this one put a smile on my face because I've really been a fan of, of Mosley since he had a pseudo breakout season in 2019. I think he's become I think he's become our best corner on the team this year with Jason Barrett going down. He's been playing great this year. He's battled a little bit, but when he's been on the field, he's been consistent. He's been good. He did a great job on Metcalf. He has not given up that many touchdowns as far as I, I, I don't think he's bought anywhere. What? 
I think I read a st statistic that he hasn't allowed a single touchdown this year. I, I was referring to that because I, I, I think he gave – no, 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 excuse me, excuse me. There, there was a touchdown. He gave up a penalty in the red zone. That was what I was re referring to. But he's been locked down. He does not commit many penalties. He's physical. He he plays usually sound great. On Sunday, drove him out of bounds. And didn't, mm -hmm. That was that amazing. He played great coverage on one of the league physical receivers he's been consistent on mostly is that he simply just as far as NFL corners are concerned and he's a little bit injury prone so you won't usually get a full season of him but you'll get a fair amount of games so I'm taking that in with his his gritty mentality he's he's really good in coverage this year plays good man he can play slot think I'm pretty solid with him at nine. Yeah, again, he just made my honorable mentions. He's been having a crazy good season. But um, it's, oh, and it's also unfortunate that I, it was reported earlier uh, uh, that he's going to miss multiple weeks. Yeah. So, um, hate to also, see a bargain contract, too. Oh, yeah, great contract. But uh, my number nine spot might turn some heads, but I have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at number nine. Okay, okay interesting. Um, you know, it was difficult. This list was very difficult because, like I said, it's very top-heavy. But other than last game, I felt like Jimmy Garoppolo ha uh, has been playing pretty decent football this year. You know, he's dealt with injury uh, for the two weeks or one week it was. But other than that, you know, when uh, he's hasn't turned the ball over really much at all other than, again, last game and, and then obviously the pick in the Vikings game. But he's been playing pretty sound football. Uh, he he's been doing his job, you know, and th that's the number one. That's the number one thing. Um, you know, he's not going to be a spectacular quarterback like Justin Herbert or uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's going to throw a lot of yards and touchdowns. But he's been doing what he has to do, and I think in uh, you know, I think without him, we're not even six and six, which plays a major factor in this. Uh, him at nine, because I know a lot of Niner fans might not even have him in the top ten. But yeah, I decided to put him at number nine. You know, I didn't think he was playing good enough to necessarily get any higher than that. I think the people above him have been yeah. way more effective than him. But yeah. I, I, I think nine is a pretty good spot for you him. You know, it's funny you said that. I don't have him in my top ten. You don't? Nope. He's not in my um, top ten. And furthermore, you said that we would be six and six. You're right. We'd have about two to three more wins if Trey Lance was on the field. That's my personal opinion. Think but, so? You really yeah. think so? I think that that Indianapolis, Indianapolis game, you take out Garoppolo. He had those two bad turnovers when he fumbled the ball. That could have been avoided. That was, a, I, that was a hard game to, you know, I thought about that, but that's a hard game to really judge because of how rainy it was. I was at that game. It was pouring rain. That's fair, but I also take into account that I think we would have beaten Seattle if we had Trey Lance instead, giving that second uh, that second second run option to what we already had would have given the team another weapon. Furthermore, if this if the Niners would have started to Lance at week one, I think he'd be a lot further a lot farther along than what he is now. And Garoppolo is simply just a dead commodity at this point. His salary is just too expensive for what for what he's worth. And we could have been, we could have built better as a team if we would have got rid of Garoppolo in his contract. But I I've beaten that horse a million times. I just like you know that he's not in my top ten, and it's not a yeah, dog. I really like Jimmy as a person. I think he's. A decent leader. I think a lot of guys like him, but I'm sorry. 
yesterday really irked me because those are he played essentially yesterday like a a rookie quarterback. Yeah, they were they they were they were really bad turnovers. But anyways, uh, yeah. this, this is the Jimmy show. This is the top ten show. So mm-hmm. number eight, I have. Uh, and oh I wow, know where to put I uh-huh. per se because he's had a season, and I don't really know how, how to categorize the season so much. But yeah. on the good side of IU, when he's been targeted, when he's gotten snaps, he's played phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy is a really – he's a stud receiver. He is a great possession receiver. He makes tough. He can leap up and, and grab. He's good as a run blocker, which on our team, you have to be a good run blocker receiver position. He runs good routes. He's physical. He's tough. He's got a good attitude, a great attitude, man. He's a he's a great kid. He really is a great kid. You know, he's older than me, but anyways, he's a great kid. Um, the only knock on Ayuk why I can't put him higher is for one, he'll have an occasional mishap where he'll drop a pass or he'll just make a very like rookie type error. For example, mm-hmm. he dropped a pass against the Sunday that I knew was catchable. And he's had a he's had a couple of dud moments, and just I can't put him higher because he hasn't gotten en- enough one snaps because he was in my stupid doghouse early in the season. Yeah. That and he hasn't gotten enough targets, so it's like if we're basing off of production, I can't put him that much higher than eight simply because I haven't seen it. But when I have seen it, he gives me Pro Bowl type vibes, and I think that. Jimmy benefits a lot more from Ayuk than it than it than it seems. He's a very safe target for Jimmy, and he bails out Jimmy a lot because if you're an Ironers fan and you watch how he play, he'll yeah. leap up to grab overthrown balls thrown by Jimmy, at least three to maybe four times a game. Ayuk will have to leap up in the air to grab the ball because Jimmy has overthrown it. I don't Super think Devo. I don't too. think Devo makes that catch. I really don't. I don't think Devo has that type of body to making to be making that type of catch, but yeah, I'm liking Ayuk at eight. Uh, so Ayuk was a very him and Yuschek were very hard for me because I can't I just can't look uh, past how he was in the doghouse at the beginning of the year. So I just don't think his productivity is enough talent wise. He's easily top ten, but in terms of value for this season, I just couldn't put him in the top ten. Him or Usechek. Usechek has been a great pass blocker, but I just felt like we've been really like underutilizing him. Now, I know last game we gave him a couple passes, which was nice, but in terms of a whole season, both of those players are two players that are easily top ten in talent. And Usechek is obviously going to make the Pro Bowl, probably All Pro, because the fullback position is so uh, weak. But I just didn't. I just. I didn't know if I could put them in my top 10 just simply due to the production. And it's not necessarily their fault either. They're just not getting schemed up plays. Well, Ayuk is now, but for the first like nine weeks, he really wasn't. Uh, But at my number eight, I actually have one of your honorable mentions. I have Aziz Alshier. I know you you brought up the counting stats, which is is fair enough, but he's came in since basically week two or week three. Uh, he's came in since week three, basically, and he stepped up and he's been Drake Greenlaw and maybe maybe a little better. You know, he's a turnover machine. He's been all over the field. He's very fast, uh, sideline to sideline. You know, he's had a little bit of a tackle issue, and that's why I can't put him any higher than eight. 
But I think he's definitely been a big impact on that defense. And just stepping out for Dre Greenlaw, you, you got to appreciate it. No, I, I, I like the pick. I, uh-huh. I'm not – I'm – I disagree because I think that he's taking – he's still kind of an undisciplined tackler, and mm-hmm. it causes the linebackers to be out of position because the linebackers are very – it's a very sync group of the defense, and you have to be on sync as a, as linebackers because you're covering the middle of the field and you have a lot of assignments. Uh-huh. I just don't think he's played better than Ayuk, nor does I, do I think he's played better than anybody that, that we've listed. And, and I can see why you wouldn't want to put Ayuk in the productivity – um, uh-huh. or as in, like, you, you're knocking him because he hasn't gotten enough productivity. And I can see that. But I don't think that's a uh, – well, quite frankly, I'm pissed that we don't use Juice as much as we uh-huh. should. I think Shan- yeah. I don't, Shanahan's out of his mind. He uses him as, as, a, as a run blocker, and that's about it. But uh-huh. um, I, I give Ayuk a little bit of, of an exception because I've seen how dominant he's been when he's gotten the ball. Yeah, um, but especially in the red zone, especially in the red zone, that's where his value goes at an all-time high. Is in the red zone, he's a machine. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but I just, I just think in terms, I just think you know the dominant run he's had it, it was only like in a three-week span, and we're already in week thirteen. You get what I'm saying? No, that's like, that's wise again. Like he's top probably seven yeah. in terms of talent on the team. I am but kind I of feel like, a little biased. No, that's fine because I was definitely on my mind this whole list. But I just feel like Aziz and Jimmy and Alex Mack all uh, have a fair argument to be above him just because they've actually been somewhat productive, even if you don't like uh, even if you don't like Jimmy at all. No, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, okay. Seven? I think we might actually have seven the same. Okay. Uh, my number seven is, is Elijah Mitchell. Oh, never mind. Never mind. So this could easily could have been top five or it could have mm. been nine. Elijah Mitchell has been necessity for us this year on the offensive. Yeah. He's our bell cow. This guy is a talented, talented running back. He can run in between the tackles. He has great vision. He's shifty. Not the fastest guy in the world. He, he's no Raheem Mostert. Don't get it twisted. But yeah. this guy has been reliable, consistent. The only knock I have on him for not being top five is that he's been hurt too many games. And it's, yeah. and it's not his fault because – for whatever reason, Shanahan loves to run into the damn ground. I don't understand why he refuses to give Wilson or Tasty carries, or even Juice for that matter. I think Juice can get about five carries a game, and I'd be content with that. But when he's gotten the ball, he's been a stud. He had that one stud game against Indianapolis. He's been great for my fantasy team. Um, he's <laughs> actually my starting running back, along Me with too. Derrick Henry until he got hurt. Anyways, um, but man, he's he's been our bell cow. Other than Debo Samuel, he's been our most consistent offensive weapon. Given how important running backs are to our team, he makes life easy on the offensive line. Given his ability to see the holes and and have good vision, mm-hmm. I think his value to the team should not be understated. And I love the way he's been playing. If he was more healthy, I would bump him up about two to three more spots. But I think he's fine where he's at now. He has a lot of room to grow. So number seven, uh, see, we haven't had any uh, similar ones so far, which I like, though. Yeah. Uh, number seven, I have Jimmy Ward. Wow. By far, 
our best wow. secondary player um, this year. And honestly, probably the last five years, we could easily say he's been our best player in the secondary. Obviously, had the big game against the Rams. But, you know, he might not have the interceptions to show, um, but he's just so locked down in coverage, man. He's so good. He's such a good tackler, too. Um, Jimmy Ward has easily been one of the biggest captains on our team. And uh, re-sign him. Resign him. I know we resigned him to a one-year deal. I let him retire on Niner. I'd give him like a nice three-year deal. But um, you know, the players above him, this was a really hard list, but I, I just think they've contributed a little bit more to wins this season. And so that, that's why I have the people above him. And you know, he's not been injury free either. He's had a couple games he's missed. Um, which seems to be a kind of a theme on the Niners, which is kind of unfortunate. But uh, so I have Jimmy Ward at seven, but he he could easily be higher. He's had he's had such a great season. Like you I don't want to see where I have him. You should see where because I have pretty. Oh okay. I, I I like the placement. I think it's a little bit. I don't like him at seven, if I'm mm. being honest. But I can see where you're coming from. He's not as dominant of a player as the ones you probably have in your top five. So I can there's see why two people there's two people above him that you can make an argument for, but I, I think right there's four people that are for sure better than him. Right. Yes. Sorry about that. But um anyways number six, this was my least favorite least favorite uh spot on the list because it just breaks my heart that well yeah anyways number six is uh Fred Warner and Okay. Had this been, huh? I said okay. Had this been last year, he would have been one. But huh. I, I don't know what it is, and I don't want to speculate on someone's work ethic. But part of me believes that when he got that contract, he started working a little bit less hard. And I don't know this to be true. And if I really had to bet my money, I would say it's probably not true because Fred Warner's character is 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 amazing. But he this year he just looks slower. He looks less physical. He, he looks like he's he's not playing as risky, but he's still Fred Warner, man. He's still the best damn linebacker in the league. He's been great in coverage, although he's had a couple of mishaps. He's been great in the screen game, which has been my favorite aspect of his play this year. He's been sound tackling. He's been a leader of the defense, which he will always be. Uh-huh. He's just a guy that is consistent, almost never misses games. I'm, su- I'm surprised he he's actually up about a miss probably two games at max if i if i'm no, i think confident. i think this week was his last or his first uh game he's ever missed yeah so this this guy's an iron man he's consistent he's sound he's disciplined he's a leader of the defense just the reason why i can't put him in my top five is that his production has gone down this year a little bit from last year mm-hmm. but let's not pretend that's why fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league there there's middle linebacker in the league and he's playing hell football and that's that's funny that i'm talking about it like he sucks or something because he's at number six but uh i think this is a good spot for him so i i think me and you have the same five and six i think they're just flipped at number six i have uh i have george kittle okay so do you have george kittle at five i do yeah, see, so we haven't flipped. I have Fred Warner at five, George Kittle at six. This can go either way. Um, I think the main reason why I put Kittle at six and not higher is because he's been out a decent amount of games this season. 
and we, we we really haven't been utilizing him, which is just a common thing. But he still has made his mark on blocking, um, and had obviously last week was his big breakout game in terms of receiving. But he's had a couple other good receiving games this year as well. Um, I just put Fred Warner above him because I just think he's definitely the leader on that defense. And even though he might not be having the same uh, year as last year, which is hard to replicate, he definitely had like a top twenty in the whole NFL uh, type of season last year. Um, I think he's just maybe contributed just a little. Again, this top 10 mainly has to do to wins, like who's contributing the most wins. And so I think in terms of value, I think he's just a little bit above Kittle this season. Um, but it was it was super hard, and it was super hard to put Kittle at six because Kittle, for, the, for at least like 2019, maybe even and for sure 2018, was our best player, like without a doubt. And then last year, he, he was very injured, and I think Fred took that spot. Uh, but this year, so far through the season, again, we still have more games to come. Um, I, I would rank him at six, and then I would have Warner at five. So let me try and – let me see if I can sway you here. So I think why I have Kittle at five over Warner at six is, is for one thing, is that George Kittle has improved this year as a red zone threat. He's caught in five touchdown passes in the last five games. Yeah. And only – what, so – Against Seattle, he had one that was just one long play, and then he had uh, one that was no, the red zone. Them. So no, almost all- I mean, the first one really wasn't red zone. They were, like, at the 25. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's basically red But, zone, but you, you get my point. You, you essentially my point. He's been yeah. scoring a lot in the red zone, which is what I wanted to see. He's improved as a red zone threat. It, mm-hmm. His lack – see, that's the thing is people confuse Kittle's lack of, of receiving stats – for his ability. It's not his ability. He's asked to be a, a primarily a run blocker for this team. And yeah. while no, I think I it's a that. gross misuse of, of, of George Kittle as a player, uh-huh. I think that his his recent stretch of games has been better than Fred Warner's. And this proves to me that when George Kittle gets the ball, that this offense has a lot more life and a lot more spark to it. Mm-hmm. He's improved as a route runner. He's improved in the red zone. He, he's His run blocking is still good. He still looks strong. He still looks fast. Maybe a, a step slower than he was in 2019. But I'm not really going to make an argument too strong for Kittle Warner because it's really just, just splitting They're hairs at this point. They're both amazing. But uh, I think that Kittle has improved here while Warner has regressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And while important to the side of the ball that he's on, I think Kittle is just pure presence on the field. Also, as kind of an emotional leader on the team. Now, I don't think George Kittle is, is the leader of a team, but I think George Kittle is the heart of the team. And, like, for what it's worth, you, you can't measure that on paper, but minor fans understand what the, what that's like. Because, really, this team kind of has a, a leadership problem, and it's really been, been, been for, for a while. I don't know who – it's not Jimmy. It's not Bosa. No, not it's not Trent Williams. You know, so it really, and this is going to get to my answer coming up at, at, at four, but I think Kittle and Warner at five and six is just splitting hairs at this point. But yeah. um, this is where I was going to come to my actual is number four. I have Jimmy Ward. Okay, okay. Jimmy Ward is so high on my list, and I'm so happy because I love hearing his press conferences. He's a joy mm-hmm. to hear. He he went on Grant Cohn's show. It was just amazing. So <laughs> let me start off with the leader thing. I think Jimmy Ward is the leader of this team. And I say mm-hmm. that because Jimmy Ward 
has all the qualities of a great leader. He's the longest tenure. He's a veteran. He is outspoken. He he communicates to his teammates. He sets the tone. It was Jimmy Ward that went out before that Rams game and said that the defense needed to make some turnovers. And then he went out and had two and put us in a great position to win the game. Jimmy Ward is not the biggest playmaker in the world, but he is probably the most disciplined safety in the league. He's a great tackler. He's great discipline and coverage. He can lock down any tight end. He can play cornerback. He can play slot. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. He's very versatile. I think he's been better this year than Fred Warner. And as a player, I think Fred Warner is better than, than Jimmy Ward and probably the actual leader. But in my opinion, the leader of just the overall Niners, the person who's taken the most accountability for his play and basically told the team that we need to step. He's essentially the Richard Sherman of 2019. Yeah. And I love his versatility, his leadership, his charisma. He I agree with you. We we need to make him a an all time Niner. Yeah. So, so um. So four is is where oh, I our that. four and seven were swapped as well because at four I have Elijah Mitchell, which you probably think is too high. Robin. No, you probably think, you probably think number four for Elijah Mitchell is too high, but you know since we've been doing keys to the game, what is usually like the number one thing? Uh, you're foul for that. You're foul for that. I see where you're going. Run the ball. And he, he's been doing exactly that. I get the whole injury thing. Injury thing. He, he's missed a lot of games. I think he's missed three and he might even miss this week, um, which really does suck. But he's just, he stepped in for Raheem Mostert and he's, he's taking the job. Um, you know, he has, I think, almost 800 yards now, which is which is very good. He's definitely a top three rookie running back. Um, but he's just the bell cow with the team. He's done so much for this team. And I really do think there's been a couple wins this season that have been, like, almost strictly on him. Um, and so four could be a little steep. I really do like the Jimmy Ward pick at four. But, you know, when – He made a mistake. He's not a top three rookie running back. He's a top two rookie running back. Well, him, Najee Harris, or Javante Williams, but no, Javante I'm Williams obviously going to be biased. Than, I'm no, going to be biased. I'm going to say Elijah Mitchell, obviously. But, um, you know, I just you can't overlook the fact that we always say running the ball is the key of the game, and he's yeah. the main one running the ball. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and I, I love that point, man. That is a, that, that's a brilliant point. I, I really did not pick up on that. Uh-huh. I kind of want to, like, poke at you a little bit for that because I don't think that that's in Elijah Mitchell. Uh-huh. I think that's a 49ers I know, identity. I know it's Kyle Shanahan. He's great at scheming, good uh, open open blocks. Um, to your credit, though, to your credit, we've been taught – me and Ray agreed that the Niners have not had an identity for the entire season up until the, the week against the Rams. Uh-huh. And our, we all know where, what our identity should be. We're, we're not going to talk about it, but Elijah Mitchell has been the poster for our identity. Yes. You know, he's the guy that sets the tone. So I can – I really – pick i think it has a lot of a lot of validity he's just missed so many games man yeah he has this is a very hard list because there's been a there's been a lot of good players but it's it's really hard to list them and getting to this top three i think we're either going to be exactly on point or we're going to just like completely have a different top three i I, i'm thinking two of them are going to be different i think our i think our our our, one of them is going to be exactly correct but uh 
I guess I'll go. Number three, dude, this was so hard. Okay, actually, the top three was so difficult for me. Yeah, it was so hard. So, so number three, I went with, with Nick Bosa. Oh, me too. Me too. Okay, okay, okay. so we're on, we're on. Our top three is the same, man. Okay. I know it is. I wanted it to be a little bit more, a little bit more uh, like parody, but man, me, uh, me and Ray just think so much alike, and we know this team so well. But anyways, Nick Bosa, man, this guy has such he is has my ultimate fucking respect. This yeah. guy is a he's just a baller, dude. And oh, yeah. you know, my initial thesis on Bosa was a couple weeks ago. Is I don't think that we should resign Nick Bosa, but I can. I'm an idiot. I I I. I think that that's definitely now more of a better question in my mind. But Nick Bosa, he's playing his, he's playing better than his rookie year, and you know, it, it, you should you should get better, you know, because it comes from, from a rookie to a, uh, well, technically he's a third year player, but not really. He's more of a second year player. But coming off of an awful injury and playing like the defensive player of the year. That's just ridiculous, man. He has he has so many sacks, tackles for the tackles for loss. Honestly, is mm-hmm. my favorite stat because I know he's he's gonna get sacks. But what I was worried about was his run game, the discipline. Now it's oh, been good. kind of bad. It's been kind yeah. of bad at some points, but for the most part, sound. Dude, this guy is a is a game changer. Oh, he yeah. causes so many. So much havoc in, in the uh, backfield for the quarterback. He's dominant. He's got great hands, his technique, his power, his speed, everything. He's just a – he's the perfect pass rusher. The only guy in the league that I would say has a better pure pass rusher. TJ Watt? It, no. No, 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 no. Um, what's his name? Um, the dude who swung the helmet. Oh, Miles Garrett. Oh, Miles Garrett? <laughs> Miles Garrett is just buff, bro. I don't think in terms of like um... – like technique, I don't think he comes anywhere near. He's just a freak. He's, he's a freak. Uh, no, no, I no way am I saying that he he has better hands than than um than Garrett or does Garrett have better hands than him? But but Garrett has better bend off the edge and and yeah, he, he, he definitely get gets the quarterback faster. Anyways, this is, I don't give I don't, I don't give a shit about Miles Garrett, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, dude, this guy. He's just an absolute beast. He's been a game changer. He's come back. He he looks like he looks more fit too. Oh yeah. He looks like a Greek god. Like his physique as it is was already jacked as a rookie, but now he looks more tough. Dude, this guy, I he's better than Joey. Yeah, he's better than Joey. I agree, hundred percent. Go ahead, Ray. Charge fans are gonna like it. I got Nick Bosa number three. So. Just a little backstory. As a kid playing Madden, my favorite position on the on the field was outside linebacker. But because usually uh, in the earlier Maddens, like um, early 2010 Maddens, the outside linebacker was also your biggest pass rusher. So people like Vaughn Miller, Olin Smith, Clay, even Clay Matthews in the game, those were my guys. Oh, my God. And so, so I grew a love for getting to the quarterback. My, so my favorite positions on the field are pass rushers by 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 far, and so I wanted Nick Bosa since he was at Ohio State. You know, we got the second pick. I was praying the Cardinals were going to pick Kyler like they did, and uh, he's he's honestly probably been my favorite Niner since. Um, I just love getting. I just love sacking the quarterback. There's not there's not a better feeling, and he's he's just twelve sacks, three forced fumbles, thirteen, 13 sacks. My fault. Three forced fumbles. 
tackles for loss. The tackles for loss is amazing. He gets a bunch of tackles. He's everywhere. He's everywhere in that main general area. He's made a lot of key plays. To your to your point, he's been kind of bad on screens. He, he usually tends to rush the quarterback instead of um, heading back into coverage. Uh, but that's just his mentality. He's he wants to get at every quarterback. He eats up a lot of double teams when 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 whenever you have a pass rusher that eats up double teams, it just it, it makes playing defense so much easier. Um, but even though he's been super valuable valuable for us this year, I just think the person at two and one. Are just a little bit, a little bit more valuable than them, which it hurts to say. But um, Nick, Nick Bosa is a dog. I agree. I think he's better than Joy Bosa. I think right now he's the third best pass rusher behind TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. People are gonna say Juno, and people are gonna say his Hell brother. No, give me Nick Bosa, dude. Dude, you sold me on him, dude. I I remember that one day in I believe it was sports history. You were talking about him. I had no clue who he was. I, I had to go and look him up, and I was sold so quick. But uh, yeah. that was before I kind of had – now I'm a little bit different in the way that I would draft defense. I don't necessarily yeah. think I would pick a pass rusher over a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, dude, number two, th- th- this might honestly be my, my favorite player this season. That's Trent Williams, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. guy is a, literally, for lack of a better term, he's a gorilla. And it's funny because that that's his literal like spirit animal, I guess you would say it. But this guy is the best offensive lineman in the fucking league, and it's not even close. It's not close. All the pro football grades, he doesn't allow sacks. He's the best run blocking tackle in the league. He's the strongest uh in the league. He's the fastest tackle in the league. He's the best. Pa- Dude, he he's the best at everything. Everything. Yep. Yeah. I don't even do I need to say more. I mean, other than the fact that we fleeced him for a third and a fifth. Oh my god. Um, we we, I was skeptical when we signed him. Yeah, he he's proving me wrong, and I was an idiot. But dude, best tackle in the league. I don't, I don't I don't need to say more. No, I agree. He's my second. And you know what? You said everything I need to say. So I'm ahead to our number one. I'm glad you have him at number one. I was kind of scared you might not have put him on there, but. This guy coming into the season. Um, Hold on. You know, I was, quick, quick thing, quick, quick thing. I uh-huh. sorry, I, I, I don't want to get this out. Two things. One, who did you, who do you think I was gonna have at one? Nick Bosa. Okay, that's fair. Uh, also, uh-huh. quick thing about me is Ray can tell you this. I actually thought Ayuk was gonna be better than Adibo. No, me too. Me too, and that's what I was about to say. Anyways, I, go on. Into the season, I agree. I thought Ayuk was gonna become our number one receiver. When number one is Debo Samuel. If he honestly deserves more offensive player of the year credit than he's going to, you know, I get they're gonna they're want they're gonna want to give it a Cooper Cup or 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 Justin Jefferson or obviously Jonathan Taylor, but dude, Debo Samuel has literally been our offense for the first twelve weeks of the season. Like, all, like production wise, he just he creates so he with his yak bro he creates so much opportunities for the offense and for Jimmy he's been our most consistent player he's been the best niner this year he is just no question so fun to watch i'm so i mean other than missing this week obviously and maybe uh next uh next game he's been very healthy this season which has been so good to watch um but yeah i don't i don't think there's a single player in the nfl that's not a quarterback uh, that's been like um, what's the word? 
impacted wins more than Debo Samuel. Maybe Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, and then maybe like him or Devonta Adams. Like I, I don't know. Like he has a so Cooper Cup has Matthew Stafford. Devonta Adams has Aaron Rodgers, and even Jimmy. Justin Jefferson has Kirk Cousins. We have Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's, <laughs> he's number four in yards. That should say something. And he's been injured in a week, and he's had a bye before some teams. That should just say enough. And the last two games, he was running the ball. He wasn't even catching it, and he's still four in yards. Debo is the man. Dude, I'm like, a, I'm you know what's funny is, about Debo? I actually hope that we as a running back just uh-huh. so we can pay him as a running back and not a wide receiver because he's going to break the bank. And this still, uh-huh. you know, and, and the, I, I've kind of kept my, my foot on the ground saying I don't think the Niners should extend Debo long long-term contract because he's bound to get hurt again and they're just abusing him and quite frankly he's gonna get hurt again and it's just gonna happen but uh i'll leave that aside for now but man debo we we, we would have three to two wins without him this season mm-hmm. when we're in the game when he's in the game our offense looks great when he's not it looks average to still pretty decent but but average Mm-hmm. One more I can say: running back, wide receiver. He can catch the ball, run the ball. He does everything. Yep. He, he, no, he does everything. He, 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 everything. I mean, he, everything. <laughs> like you know, and it, it's kind of you know what's kind of pissing me off. Cordell Patterson is having a great year, but like NFL fans want to talk like he's been like this his whole career. God, you know, he's been a kick returner most of his year, and I would say last year and this year have been his big years where he's kind of been a utility man. Don't compare Debo to Cordell Patterson. Nope. Please stop. Debo is so much better than Cordell Patterson. I'm tired of these NFL fans saying that there's even a competition. No, but um, that's our top ten. If you uh, if you want to go over yours, starting from one, and then I'll yep. just go over mine. So, a uh, quick thing. <laughs> We got Azizal Shair, Arden Key, um, on mentions, a uh, top 10, Lincoln Tomlinson, Emmanuel Mosley, Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell, Fred Warner, George Kill, Jimmy Ward, Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, and um, Tiberius, or Tiberius, Tayshawn, uh, Debo Samuel. Um, quick thing before you do yours, Ray, is that we're also going to be recording our uh, top 10, or our, excuse me, our all time 49ers team. Uh, we're looking to, to try and record that tonight or tomorrow. I still have a little more research I want to do. Uh-huh. If we're able to get that recorded tonight, well, regardless, we'll have it out on uh, Thursday. But I just want to let, let you guys know that we're still working on that. But go ahead, Ray. But, uh, yeah, my top ten was Alex Mack, Jimmy Garoppolo, Aziz Alshier, Jimmy Ward, George Kittle, Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell, Nick Bosa, the Gorilla, Trent Williams, and Debo. Beautiful. But uh, I love your list, bro. I love the Niners. Uh, I'm hoping Woo! a lot of these players can develop. And you know what? I'm super excited because I think next year when we do this list around the same time, I think we're going to have a new name. He's going to be in the top five. You get what I'm drifting at? Oh, yeah. Trey Lance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait for Trey, bro. I really can't. You know, uh, we won't even get into that. But, uh, or we trade Trey Lance and get, and get Aaron Rodgers. I'll be fine with that, too. But, you know. But uh, faithful, Sacktown. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you agree with uh, our top 10. Let us know. Obviously, you can't comment on Spotify. can't comment on Anchor. Hit our Instagram and just talk to us. us. Talk to us. Jared will reply. I'll reply. Um, But thank you guys. Again, we're going to try to record that. I'm thinking, how about tomorrow we record that? Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Record that tomorrow. I think I got my list pretty much done, but there might be some little changes I might want to make. 
So, um, but this is going to be out December 7th. Yeah. All right. Take care, Sacco. Take care. Have a good one.